0: amount of staff have all the vacancies been filled?
1: Well, um, they, they, they created, this is one of the other companies that we think they are not thinking uh, straight. Um, they created contract employment for 6 to 12 months. Mm-hmm. And we are saying there is many nurses, for example, in the Gauteng, the 78 that have died. Uh, we are saying to them, why don't you take the same contract workers and then appoint them permanently in those vacancies and replace them. So I can tell you that for now, those who've died have not been replaced hmm. and those who have, who have been attracted into a temporary uh, employment have not been converted to permanent. But the reality is that we're going to need those nurses even further than um, next year and beyond. Hmm. And and uh, the other problem is that currently once you have that uh, Nazareth or uh, makeshift hospital and you're not able to open it, it means we, you need more staff to, to can mend it. At the current moment, they're not employing or there is no no adequate nurses in the country to can employ and start working in that place. That's why it's not even been opened to fa- to function fully. So there are no doctors, no nurses. And this is a problem that we kept on telling them in the past, that you need to increase the, n- the number of training of nurses and doctors, uh, particularly because even this year the World Health Organization has released a report and recommended that African ca- countries, including South Africa, must increase their intake of the training of nurses, Um, uh, annually by at least 8%. And I can tell you that this year, in South Africa, the number moved from one college of 300 uh, students to 50 students. That tells you that we are revising.
0: Uh, That was going to be my next thing. Are there students, late-year students, that can fill in? It's a state of disaster, after all.
1: Yes, they are. And and, uh, for that matter, most of them have been called back. The challenge we have is that they are not in a large number, so they don't even fill the gap that we have. Because if we had enough, we would have fully operationalized uh, that uh, 1,500 big facility you can utilize. But even if they were to advertise post at the current moment, the category of professional nurses, they will never get enough of them. Because we neglected after the closure of public nursing colleges, mm. the, the, the intake has been depleted. So that's why you have over the past 10 years and, and, and a less than 0.9% increase of the of the, of the nursing uh, product or cadres. But in the other hand, you have close to around 20% of uh, nurses who have retired in the same time. So it means we're not even able to compensate for what we're losing through natural attrition.
0: Just quickly, Simon, uh, you did a short appeal in your long introduction. What appeal do you have for the public right now?
1: Well, my my, my appeal is that uh, we can only defeat this virus if we as the public if the public out there can protect nurses. And how they should protect nurses is to make sure that they avoid by all the means to get infected by following all the protocols of washing hands, sanitizing, wearing of a mask, social distancing, avoid all the parties, avoid the unnecessary unless it is extremely necessary to have any gatherings. Avoid those. So, if the public becomes safer and doesn't get infected, the nurses will be healthier and not get infected, and they will be able to take care of other patients of other illnesses. Because even the other illnesses are not on leave; they're still there. The mm. hypertension, the, di- the diabetics, and many. other the illnesses that we have. The littlenesses we have cannot cope if we are going to overwhelm the system. It's going to clog. So I'll plead with everybody. Let's take caution. Let's, take, let's heed to the call that has been made. Let's comply, protect nurses, and nurses will protect the nation as they have done throughout the past months that we've had. They are the last line of defense when it comes to health in our nation. And therefore, we don't need to drop the gut in this regard. We are appealing for that. Thank you very much.
0: Simon Flungwani, President of the Democratic Nursing Organization of South Africa. Missed our shows? We give you each day on Sound Awake, the best of SAFM. Three to five, sound awake on SAFM. You heard John Harrigan there uh, talking to Simon Shlungwani. Yeah, it's rough, but we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Lisiba uh, Taveta sends a WhatsApp says, "Morning uh, team, thanks for the good show. Uh, it's helping me to adjust uh, to the sudden sudden holiday mode after uh, a hectic two days. Uh, the la- hectic last two days." uh closing the final 2020 school term and putting in tentative plans for 2021 he says as for Kune and Keza Chiefs I am not saying I'm not saying anything boss he says I am tool and quiet simple as all that and then uh, Saint Zaini says hey Willet let from Keza Chiefs is busy posting his model pictures I wonder when he, when does he go to training? Well, it's kind of difficult to say, but we hope at some point he will go to training because Ish, I go rough It is very, very rough. All six one four one zero four one zero seven SMS four one three nine one at the cost of uh, one hundred fifty. Twitter at SFM Radio using the hashtag SFM Sound Awake. Wednesday, life and career growth on Sound Awake. Os is in the building. Uh, happy reconciliation day, Atabia.
2: Happy Reconciliation Day to you and the listeners about Abuti Manja.
0: You are up early for a holiday, Sissy. What's up with that?
2: Yes, it's because I love what I do, so yeah. I wouldn't miss it for anything or anyone. <laughs>
0: you love what you do, you do what you love. Life is good. Amen. Nice, nice one. Last week we were, we, we had very some interesting things to say and time was a little jealous. Eh?
2: Yes, it was Abuti Manja. But we were speaking on, you know, the new series that we started about how to use the festive season for the good. And our focus area last week was particularly on how we as parents can try to use the season as a time to bond and play more with our children. So I was at the part where I was just going to be giving, you know, practical examples of how one can actually implement this in their space. And I can take it from there.
0: Please hit us with that information. We need it as soon as yesterday.
2: (laughs) So there's a few things that one can do to really, you know, implement this practically in their space. Number one, you can be creative together. So instead of worrying a lot about maybe buying Christmas decos or toys for the children, maybe use this time as a time to, you know, create those things as a way of bonding and playing with their their children. Mm -hmm. One thing for sure I know is that the younger they are, it's very easy, it's doable. So things like Play-Doh are things that you don't have to go to a store and buy. You can actually make in the house. You can make Play-Toys. From different, you know, recyclable material that exists in the house, like toilet paper rolls, you know, small things like that, um, lids from containers, etc. Nolizol Matina, a creative and and educational practitioner, says, and I quote: "The first rule is not is to remember quality over quantity. As parents, we tend to want to show our love by overspending. We buy expensive toys that we probably will not spend a minute." enjoying with our kids a close quote second thing involve your children in the day-to-day activities so spending quality time especially with your children who are a bit older you know from the two years going up can be integrated you know into your day-to-day tasks for instance making making food for them you know create fun treats with them for them for example using making funny faces by using rice cakes mustard Mascarpone cheese, blueberries for the eyes, pumpkin seed for the nose, and a quarter-sliced apple for the mouth. It all depends on their ages, of course, and the older they are, the more involved you can allow them to be. Number three, read to them or with them. Sometimes reading is something some kids don't necessarily enjoy, but it is a great way to bond with them. I know younger babies enjoy story time, so use that to invest your time with them. Let the ones who know how to read, read to you. They can teach you a thing or two. After reading, reflect together with the child and to to understand, you know, what their outlook on life is like. And you'd be very surprised on the things that you can learn or find out about your child. Number four, create a memory box. I know, Mandla, that 2020 was such a crazy year for all of us. But I believe there are still memorable things that we can take along into the new year and lessons that we have learned that we can take along in the new year. So create a memory box with your child that will remind them of this, you know, one in, one in a million year that a lot of us were, were in shock and didn't expect to experience example of the things that you can put in the box is their first mask you know a picture of them doing the new hello greeting which is through the elbow um an empty bottle of sanitizer maybe the first one that you bought you know just simple things like this as well as a letter reflecting on 2020 of course when they are in an age where they are able to express themselves you know either by you writing it down or allowing the child who's able to write to write it themselves. Number five, play, laugh, and have fun together. From playing board games to making jokes, playing dress up, or just role playing with your kids. It's up to you on how this will look like in your household. My personal favorite, Abu Dimanja, is doing a dance-off battle with my son and allowing his dad to be the judge.
0: Oh like that it's 20 minutes to uh, six o'clock on SFM. Um, it is Sound Awake, the uh, holiday edition. As you know, that uh, our holiday programming has kicked in. So we're on until six o'clock. We'll make way uh, for Michelle Constant between six and nine, standing in for Stephen Crotus on uh, sunrise. We'll talk to Austavia a lot more right here on SFM. Um, stay with us.
1: Kiddies there, Meaning the GSTV Premiership is about to get heated. Our final his tender will be looking to create an upset with league champions Mamelodi Sundowns. But the three wise men from Mami will not let that happen. This will be a game filled with drama, world-class commentary, goals, and unrivaled passion. Catch Golden Arrows take on Mami Sundowns at 3.30pm on Saturday the 19th of December. Live on SABC One and SABC radio stations in your language of choice. Hashtag we love it here. Proudly brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game.
2: The Global Citizen Prize celebrates the people standing up for the world we want and on the 20th of December, it's back. Hosted by John Legend with unforgettable performances by Alicia Cara, Carrie Underwood, Carmen, Gwen Stefani, John Legend, Jojo and Tori Kelly. As well as inspiring stories from around the world from the leaders working to build a better future for all. Tune in on the 20th of December at 9.30pm only on scbc 3
0: it is uh, eighteen minutes uh, to uh, to six o'clock uh, ausustavia is still with us aus uh, just just to backtrack a bit you you, you spoke about uh, that memory box creating memories, given the fact that uh, you know this year has been traumatic for many for for all of us on many levels, and yeah. i'm curious um the best way to help a child create a memory box while you help them deal with the situation that is underway. Mm. Uh, I I think there's going to be a bit tricky because getting the right balance for a child to uh, go with this, feel good about it while taking stock of their own feelings and how they see the world and what they've heard and how they deal with that.
2: So indeed it is it's something that may sound a bit tricky but one thing I have learned is that we are able to choose a uh, wiki the memories that we want to hold on to and that's the powerful thing about memories you know we don't always have to remember everything and and this is not to say you disregard the stuff that has happened to you, especially the ones that are hurtful but we can as humans be able to, reconceptualize or redesign or look at something from a different perspective and decide to say, Okay, even amidst this what looks messy and dark, I can choose to unpack it and start seeing, you know, the good side of it and to say instead of focusing on how hard this year was and of course it was and I'm not downplaying that, but I'm saying for us to be able to move forward and, you know, start building momentum on starting afresh next year, the one of the best way to do that is to try and focus, you know, take stock, like you rightfully said, of the stuff that went good. So make it a fun exercise. where It's a time for reflection, but you don't, you know, you, we help our children realize that not all all was lost, you know. There's still some good things that happened. I mean, you know, the, the time that they spent together with you, how was it for them, you know. Yes. Maybe they enjoyed having dad around or having mom you know more around without you know being being distracted maybe a lot about work or whatever but just those moments that they knew that mama was there meant everything to them and perhaps there were times where you created stuff with them because you wanted to keep them busy in the very beginning of the pandemic and when we are and un- we were under lockdown so there I, I i'm pretty much sure that there's a lot of good as well that came out of something that was quite challenging and really traumatic for all of
0: us. Yeah, it's, it's been rough. Obviously, the restrictions that have come in as well, uh, you can imagine that maybe some parents had worked hard to say, you know, I'm going to take my child to a different environment for yes. them to refresh and that is not going to happen. What is plan B? So,
2: so, like I said, plan B is to try and make the most of of our space. You know, sometimes we, we we want to overthink things and if we can look at where we, where we are with demanda and what we have, we can actually make the most out of it. I think the question that we should be asking is what is not what don't I have but is what I have. What is it that I have? And if you are in a space where you in a you know you have the privilege of being with your loved ones or even if they're not biologically your loved ones, but they are people that you trust and love then that is something that you can actually tap into and maximize. You know, turn your space into a space that is fun. You know, if I try to put up some Christmas decors from stuff that I've kept from, from ages ago, just to try and create an atmosphere for my family and, you know, for my child, to feel like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a a bit of a chirpy time, even though we all know it's not the, you know, the happiest of festive season. So make the, try to be as comfortable as possible in your space. And continue. let's continue to exercise, you know, self-care and self-love. Let's rest together. Let's exercise together. Let's, you know, um, talk about our feelings when we are feeling a bit anxious about the future. So the things that we were encouraged to do in the beginning of the pandemic, these are things that we need to carry out through. You know, let's have conversations with the TV switched on, our phones are off, Let's have fun playing board games or whatever games that you're able to make and play in your own yard and, you know, not worry too much of, about, you know, using the external world to stimulate our children. Let us, let us be that source of stimulation and for once be in control of what our children get exposed to.
0: Sounds like many of us grown-ups need to learn to play.
2: Yep, 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 yep. That's it. Ah,
0: it's going to be a tough one because these little ones will keep you busy but (laughs) you've got to come ready
2: absolutely absolutely and yeah and if 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 we don't have further questions that's how i would have loved to to wrap up our topic on 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 play because there's other things that you know we could be we, we should be discussing with regards to how we can make the most of our festive season
0: we've spoken about what you can do from a family unit point of view yeah um, you know other people are your outdoor people children yeah, want yeah, to yeah. go play outside children True. know that our neighbor's children next door yeah, there yeah. is the ever-present threat of covet and the protocols that are there yeah. i'm just curious if one lives in a community where people really, really understand the the the, 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 the issue of being a community, knowing who's my neighbor, or knowing who lives across, and knowing who needs a little more help as one of our as one of us, and getting because I'm thinking when people children get to know each other uh, at a young age, they grow to be. Um, Neighbors that look out for each other, respect yeah. each other, and therefore it creates th- that healthy com- uh, communication. I mean, a community that mm. is challenged at the moment. I don't think it's under threat, but is challenged yeah. in terms of what it can get from within without going very far and spending a lot of money. <sighs> Ways to navigate that space.
2: So, yeah, I sh- that is quite a challenging one because you know, with uh, all the measurements that are put back into place it's of course for our own safety as well as you know taking into consideration that you know children are children are wikimanda and it's very difficult for them to to remember you know to really practice all the protocols like having their masks on all the time and not really having physical interaction with each other Mm. you know so those are the things that we need to continuously you know educate and speak to them about and also Help them understand the purposes behind that so um, it it may be something that's going to be very hard for them to understand Mm. and when you start minimizing their interaction with other kids and neighbors and I mean as parents we we would all understand it but perhaps at their level they may feel like okay what's going on and Mm. you know in the best way that you can try and communicate that and explain the reasons why to say you're not doing this because you don't want them to go and play at your neighbors but you know the, the issue of COVID is rising again, and you are doing this because you love anyone to protect them. So it's not really going to be easy, you know. And especially when you are in a space whereby your children, you know, started creating their own community amongst them mm. themselves. Mm. So as parents, we need to try and use our discretion and see how we, you know, we can navigate those things. If if and when we feel that it is safe, we demand that as well, because I think for now the priority is to ensure that our children are best kept, best kept safe, you know, the best way that we can within our, you know, our, our means of control without also influencing too much of the spirit of fear upon them. But, you know, so it's, it's through using a discernment and discretion on you as a parent, you will have to decide on how you are going to navigate all of that.
0: Right, We need to upskill. Also, I'm thinking as well, you know, sometimes when we talk about disability, we talk about the disabilities we can see and there are other disabilities, particularly um, what you've covered has got to do with the constant interaction with the child and, and, and finding the right places to give them the information they need children with uh, intellectual disabilities where the communication is a challenge, do you think those parents are sufficiently helped by communities, by uh, professionals to say, it's challenging enough to play with a normal child, for lack of a better word. Yeah. But it's twice as much for a child with uh, intellectual disabilities who cannot mix with other children. Mm. How do you make it happy and fun and excited so that you can see it in their eyes for them during this time?
2: Sure. So that's actually a, a very important one, a wiki manager. And although I'm not in a space where I can say I'm an expert about those things, but I've, I've, I've been exposed to, you know, a person who was differently abled to me. And, you know, from their exp- observations, from their experiences and their interactions in trying to assist parents who have children who had a similar or the same condition as they had, I started realizing that, you know, As parents, we also need to understand that we we need to get help with demand that is professional. Yes. Because a a, a differently abled child is, unfortunately, not going to function the same way you were used to raising, you know, a child that is, in in, in inverted commas, um, normally, uh, normally built to function. So this would require then a parent to go to the extra mile to invest in, you know, understanding, you know, how to best be of service to this child, you know, because these children have different needs and they could be met in different ways. So this is something that now the parents and the family need to take upon themselves to say, you know, you can't do this on your own, Abudmanda. You know, you don't know and it's okay not to know. So seek for the right professional help so that you can start being of service to this child and and being able to interact with them in a way that they are able to perceive and understand because their perception of the world and how their own thought processes could be happening are different to how you you would be wired naturally, you know, and how your other kids would be naturally wired. So investing in getting counseling, in getting people who can help you in that space you know, you know, advising and training the family on how to deal with this matter is what could help the family to best relate with the child and also make this uh, a time, a memorable time, and a time where they can feel affirmed, encouraged, and supported as well.
0: I ah, couldn't have said it better myself, Vastabia. So next week we take a sabbatical from social media, shall we? Yes,
2: sir, please. Oh, I think oh, oh. this is the time that we all need to really have time out from, you know, the overload and influx of information that is
0: up there. Assemblief. I look forward to that because, hey, lo, social media, lo, hey, is <laughs> even messing relationships up big time, so... Yeah, it's, yeah, it can be
2: a tricky one. A social,
0: like. me, social media must just chill. It's the holiday. We've Absolutely. got other things to do. Astavia, thank you so much. Looking forward to being with you on Tuesday. Otherwise, make the most of today and have a great one.
2: Thank you, you too,
0: Abutmanja. Lovely, Asta Bian Nong, uh, behavioral expert, helping us uh, to really, really enjoy the people we live with, with and enjoy our spaces, and of course, enjoy making new friends while helping out as well. It doesn't get any better than that. It's uh, six minutes to the news at six o'clock. Femicide is a sex based hate crime, it is the intentional killing of women or girls because of their gender it is the most extreme form of violence respect every woman enough is enough stop femicide now SABC education enriching minds enriching lives is there a ghost roaming the streets of turf this december if you thought 2020 was bad then think again noah and his grandmother see flames as their lies and deceit catches up with them we shared yet another tear for Le Xole, as he experiences the loneliest December without Mabitela Mabitela. And the tough Casanova Gwaito feels the pressure when his best friend ties the knot. The best South African soapy guarantees to keep you on the edge of your seat this summer. Catch Skim Sam from Monday to Friday at 6.30pm. Nomanini, the summer we move. SABC1. Mzansi, for sure. 3 to 5, Sound Awake on SAFM. Let's quickly look at uh, your weather at 5 minutes to 6. Uh, Pretoria is going to be partly cloudy with isolated afternoon, afternoon thundershowers at 17 to 27. Partly cloudy with isolated afternoon showers in Johannesburg, 16 to 25. Same thing in Ferenicheng, partly cloudy with isolated afternoon thundershowers, 16 to 26. And Bombella, cloudy at times with... Uh, uh, scattered showers, 19 to 24. Polokwane cloudy at times with isolated afternoon showers and thunder showers. 19 to 24. Mahikeng partly cloudy with isolated afternoon thundershowers, 17 to 30. Freiburg partly cloudy with isolated afternoon thundershowers, 17 to 34. Bloemfontein, fine, becoming partly cloudy in the afternoon, 13 to 32. Kimberley, fine, becoming partly cloudy in the afternoon, 17 to 36. A fine day in uh, Uppington, 20 to 36. A fine day in Cape Town, uh, with the moderate fresh to South Moderate uh, fresh southerly to southeasterly wind and temperatures there 18 to 25. George, partly cloudy in the morning, becoming fine. The wind will be light northwesterly at first, becoming light to moderate southeasterly by late morning, 15 to 25. Port Elizabeth, a fine day there. The wind will be moderate southwesterly, becoming light northeasterly from the evening and temperatures there 17 to 24. East London fine becoming partly cloudy in the afternoon the wind will be moderate southwesterly becoming northeasterly from the evening Uh, temperatures there 17 to 23. durban cloudy at times with isolated showers and rain the wind will be moderate to moderate southwesterly becoming southeasterly in the afternoon temperatures are 20 to 25. richards bay cloudy at times with isolated showers and rain the wind will be moder- moderate southwesterly, and the uh, temperature's there 21 to 26. And finally, morning fog patches, otherwise cloudy at times, uh, with isolated afternoon thunder showers in Peter Mariksberg. Temperature's there 17 to 26. If it is your birthday today, happy birthday. Many, many happy returns, sharing your birthday with famous people. Someone whose music you will hear on... Uh, on longer shows as it brings you classics ne? every weekend uh, Ludwig Van uh, Beethoven was born this day 250 years ago passed on at the age of 56 Claire Johnston from Mango Groove she eats a mango I tell you she is 53 years old today former footballer Uh, Temba Mguni is 47 years old today. Trevor Immelman the golfer is 41 years old today and uh, radio and television personality Dineo Ranaka Mm 37 years old today. Rifile Maele Polo, popularly known as the Boxing Caspar Vest, is 30 years old today. And a lady who was certified by the Guinness Book uh, Guinness Book of World Records as the shortest woman in the world, standing at 23 inches on her 18th birthday. She's 27 today. Jyoti Amge. Many, many happy returns. That's our show. Do my pobella zama, baby. Dabi and Nong, thank you. And most of all, thanks to you for tuning in. Much appreciated. The show comes back tomorrow, same time, between 3 and 6, because uh, we are in holiday mode. We hope it's going to be safe and festive. It is Ita Mango from Manga Groove taking us to the news at 6.